You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. It is the Jay Barker Show on this Friday afternoon, normally a fun Friday, and I promise you that will be the actual case today. Now, whether or not we have a show on Monday with Tony Curry and I at the mic for two hours, Tony, I, I really don't know. I texted Jay that earlier. He's at the beach. He's enjoying his birthday week. And I said, um, Tony's coming in. We're flying solo. We've known each other 32 years mm-hmm. and have done many a radio show. How do you think this is going to turn out? I think it's going to be great. Uh, having two uh, friends who uh, initiated their contact and intimacy in their lives at Norms. Uh, where we used to have the Fraternal we'll Order of Police. Right we used to have the Fraternal Order of Police watermelon toss. Do you remember uh, the cops the Jay that Barker we get a- Radio Network celebrating his 50th birthday week. Yeah. Happy birthday to Jay Bird. And uh, Lars is off today as well. In the house, though, Alex Bauman, Alex, intern, Alex, broadcast Alex, student Alex. at UAB. And if we hadn't run him off yet, we're about to. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing good. Do you have any of the history between us? I got up on a billboard. He got up on a billboard for three weeks. Mm-hmm. I would come up there and bring you beer. 1990. Yep. I remember. Gene Stallings' first year. 
I don't know how you did that because the the uh, walkway in front of that billboard sixteen was, inches. But, yeah, scaffolding. Yeah, uh, we had other radio stations camping yeah. out below to make sure that I didn't get down at I, night. I, I, used to, I used to do my dirty work on the backside. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I know that about was the dirty. Work. That was one of those things. I was uh, nineteen ninety, so I was twenty four years of age, and. Um, we were always trying to come up with, and no one, this, this is a true story. People don't realize this. I got together with Mike Hammond, who was our, our general manager yep. at the time, and even my PD didn't know that I was going that. We had just hired a new morning show guy. His name was Dean Castronovo out of Miami. He didn't know, so no one knew just between Mike and I. We're the only two, so he's like, get up there. I said, am I going to get rested? He goes, great. Get arrested. That's, that's even better. He said, just get up there at 5.30 on Monday morning after Gene Stallings have lost his first game. Because everyone's talking about Gene Stallings had a losing record. He was coming from lost Phoenix. Lost his first three. He lost his first three. Southern Miss, Florida, and Georgia. And he said, uh, get up there and let's just see what happens. And within a half an hour, our morning show host, who was this really boisterous, loud, egomaniac kind of guy, had his thunder stolen because it was his first show, and everyone's calling uh, up going, oh, there's this guy named Tony Curry does afternoons, and he's sitting up on a billboard, and we just sabotaged the entire week. And it went on for three weeks. And no one thought in a million years that Alabama would start the season 0-3. Of course, the Georgia game, they get up by 10. Georgia goes for a two-point conversion. Yeah. They end up winning that ball game. And I was course, actually at game. that game. Oh, it was horrible. It was on my you. birthday. Thank goodness for Vanderbilt. Uh, they finally won that yeah. game. And I believe uh, Gene Stallings won uh, 10 games that year. Uh, I don't think he lost after that. He may have suffered one loss. I, I would have to, I would have to uh, look that up. But anyway, this is the Jay Barker show. Uh, we are without Lars and Jay, but you got Alex, you got Tony, you got me. And in just a few minutes, we will be joined by one of my all-time favorite sports guys, uh, Jeff Spiegel from ABC thirty-three forty. He was in Atlanta all week, and um, going to bring him on. Um, He's been doing this almost as long as I have. He's one of the best, man. He's great. I've all often told him and anybody that was meeting him or knew him, man, you're just too nice a guy to be in this business. One of the uh, most distinctive voices as well. And um, uh, great family guy, guy, great husband, mm-hmm. just yep. a all-around great guy. Yeah. Um, we were working together back when I was at Channel 13. He was at, uh, 33 in Tuscaloosa. So mm-hmm. uh, that'll be a whole lot of fun. Uh, let me ask you guys just right off the bat because it is now post-media days, and I'm glad it's over. Um, you don't get anything really, really fresh. Not that you really did in 85 when they first started it, but at least you could get some one-on-one interviews in that type. Um, Alex, I'll start with you. Any two or three, one thing that, that kind of jumps out at you after uh, four days of listening to coaches and players? Uh, Jimbo Fisher saying it's unfortunate that this spat between him and Nick Saban went public when he's the one that made it public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about him trying to explain why his assistant coach was telling everybody, look up there in, 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 the, in the luxury boxes. Those are the guys that are going to be paying you. And then he took a totally different spin on it. And I think there was a collective in the uh, media audience. Jimbo, you got to be kidding us. Anyway, bone. Uh, two things. First of all, um, the Auburn situation, and I want to go off on Auburn a, a little bit uh, during the show today because they remind me of that really hot, good-looking woman who is just filled with drama. She just can't get out of her, she can't get out of her own way, and, 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 I'll, and I'll dive deeper into this. Uh, I, I, was, I was having a conversation in the 20-minute drive here. I could have done an entire 20-minute segment if I just recorded it while I was holding on to the steering wheel. Um, they they, they continue to be eaten from the inside out. 
Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. And the other thing I think is, is really interesting, um, and, and again, Brian Harson had no reason really to bring up. I know he's going to get questioned, peppered with all this stuff with the boosters we're trying to do and trying to get him out and make it look like it's a didn't have to go there. The other thing is, uh, was Brian Kelly there? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear a word about Brian you know, Kelly this entire week. Uh, I have not heard anything from Brian. I mean, I was trying to find information from Brian Kelly. He is the biggest splash hire in the SEC in years, probably since Nick Saban came from Miami. I did not hear anything about the you know, LSU Bayou Bengals. Now that I think about Bengals. it, you are absolutely right. Well, um, I mean, nothing. He didn't dance? Nothing. Um, I don't even... Because the one question I would have asked him is, uh, what kind of feedback have you gotten from that dance you did? Yeah. Because I... I still think that's not odd. It was creepy. Yeah. But uh, good question. Man, look at the coaches that are in the SEC. It is just filthy. I mean, it really is. I mean, you go – and, again, I know we're in SEC country land. But, I mean, it is filthy having three of the top ten, obviously, paid coaches in, in the league, uh, the championships that are obviously in this league. Uh, you know it's coming. You know there's more Lane Kiffin. I mean, the fact that Lane Kiffin is kind of like in the middle area just should tell you just how good this conference is. You got Brian Kelly coming in, who's played for national championships. I mean, it's it's you got Mike Leach and his charisma. And he's just a a goofball. Even if he's the John Daly of SEC football, if he never wins again, we're fine. He's good. He's I think he's Mississippi like State's okay with the fact that he can probably get him to a bowl just about Seven every year. Seven or eight wins. This year is going to be difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But when a coach tells you that, okay, practice is coming up, yeah. I'm not going to be able to watch Strangers things anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we had them on every, every How week. How many coaches in, in the SEC do you think watch Stranger Things? Uh, one. Um, we, we've had Mike Leach on, uh, and it's, it's funny because we had him on weekly on our show for about two and a half years. This is a guy, I actually called him in the middle of the Colorado-Washington State game when he was out there in Pullman. And he called me back at halftime. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of a game. I said, I know I'm watching. He's like, uh, what do you need? I was like, can you do a couple minutes? He did an interview with us in the middle halftime of the Colorado-Washington State game on our radio show. I so heard that one. So we have, we, we, we have some, some, some lineage together. Um, but it got to the point where, quite frankly, uh, there just really wasn't a whole lot of – I'm not an X's and O's guys. You know, I like to talk about the other things. Yeah. Um, and just a remarkable guy. So he's one of those guys you really want to kind of catch up with. You don't talk to that crazy uncle every single day. You talk to him about every six months. Uh, he's refreshing. Um, he really is. And and I like Kiffin, too. Mississippi's mm-hmm. got some really too. entertaining coaches. And by the way, uh, I think they know their way of, around the X's and O's on the chalkboard. Yes, they do. They don't use chalkboards anymore, mm-hmm. do they? Uh, whiteboards. Whiteboards? Yep. Grease pens? The whiteboard, everything. You know what would be a funny trick? Let's go into one of those rooms and replace all of the markers with permanents. <laughs> yeah, you'd be in an AT&T commercial. <laughs> were you surprised that, um, and I know the questions were coming, but the the Auburn Tigers, and again, you have to understand that I did a show with Al and Jay, right? The Auburn contingency and obviously the Alabama contingency. I've been through the Cam Newton stuff. I've been through all of it. I, I've seen it firsthand. I saw, I saw Al come in at 15 minutes till 6 for 14 straight years. I felt his presence. I felt his anger, his frustration. And there's two different types of Auburn fans. There is the Auburn fan who says, doggone it, Gene Chizik is our coach, and he's got my vote. Yeah. And until something changes, I stand behind him, and I fully support him. And then there's the Auburn fan who are constantly trying to belittle and make their program look bad for whatever reason, even before they coach the first snap, which is what these boosters did with Brian Harson. I mean, it is drama, drama drama there's no consistency there and again we've all seen the family where there's two sons 
And the first son has done incredibly well. He's a very wealthy, rich lawyer who's well-renowned. Are we going city. prodigal son here? Mm-hmm. And he's got the smoking hot wife. He can't go wrong. He's a philanthropist. He's a wonderful guy. And then you got the second son who is trying to live up to the big brother's accolades and the fruitions of his life and just trying to do the best they possibly can do. And they've got everything they need. And, and this is what I meant by saying that, that Albert football is like that super smoking hot wife or that super smoking hot woman who's just filled with drama because they've been there. National championships, they've gotten there. We know what they're we know what they're capable of, even with Nick Saban across the street, but they just can't seem to get out of the way. And what they really need is, and it, you know, we've been talking about Auburn boosters forever. It used to be an issue at Alabama 25 years ago until. Was it uh, Bobby Louder was the oh, yeah. one many, many years ago mm-hmm. with Colonial? Yeah. And I guess Timmy's been there the whole time. But uh, remember when, um, was it Reigns that was just standing? Yep. Next to Tuberville on the sideline? Mm-hmm. I mean, Why? like, you're in a game. Yeah. I don't know, but, you know, to be fair, Alabama's got its medalers, too. But Alabama's just at the top of their game, and nobody needs the medal. Yeah. And just, as well, is, let, get, let get, Nick yeah. Saban continue to drive. Well, and he's not going to allow them to medal. I think that was the first thing he and Mal agreed upon. It was. Give me total it autonomy was. the entire program from top question. to bottom, or else I'm not coming. He did it. First question that was fired... At Jimbo Fisher yesterday, uh, done so by our upcoming guest, that's Jeff Spiegel, a uh, longtime sportscaster here in the state of Alabama. He is next as you're listening to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and hot this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 94. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and hot. A few isolated storms could pop up. The high at 95 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Listen, we, we're great. We two competitive guys that go at it. Listen, we all learn from things we do in our business. You got two competitive guys on a on a topic that is very uh, everywhere, as they say. There's no rules in this thing and where it goes. And each state has different laws and everything. And like he said, I heard a statement he made the arguments we had in the staff room and on the basketball court and all those things. But on the basketball court, we didn't have. Them. We were always on the same team, so we usually had them against other people. So. Doesn't I have great respect for Nick and thing you know that's unfortunately our thing went public and that's that's sometimes that happens in this world nothing's private anymore is it anyway but no we have great respect for Nick and we all learn from him. we all will learn I, he likes to see that he will learn hopefully I learn from things we do and say and, and we move on from there but have great respect for him in their program like always. Well, nothing's private when you hastily call a news conference <laughs> and blast Nick Saban. <laughs> Call him an egomaniac. Anyway, uh, that was the uh, answer to a question delivered by our next guest. That's Jeff Spiegel, 3340. And um, step to the mic. I don't know how you got to be first in line, Jeff, but uh, congratulations on that. And and really, uh, from all of us, Tony Curry's our guest in studio. Alex Bauman is our intern. But really, 
just hats off for uh, managing the last in this business. I guess I can date you. It's like 40-something years now. Uh, 40-something years. No, actually, it's been uh, it's been like 35. So, uh, okay. but no, okay. Matt, listen, listen, Matt. I mean, you've, you've always been one of my mentors and role models. And uh, I remember when I first got my uh, first anchoring gig in Knoxville um, back in 89, I called you and asked you for some advice. And, and uh, you were so helpful. You, you've always been, you know, so nice to me and a good friend. And I uh, really appreciate you. Well, that's very nice of you to say. I appreciate that. Um, let's jump into the SEC media days right off the bat. Uh, you know, you can watch it and you can listen to it, mm-hmm. as I did from afar. Um, because of our technology, it's just amazing. That's changed a lot, hasn't it? You remember TK, oh. TKs and uh, three-quarter inch tape? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we can go into that in a minute. But uh, and, and flying tapes instead of sending them by, by your phone. But um, you can get a feel if you're sitting there, and you were sitting there. Did did you get a feeling from Jimbo that he he was still on the defensive? Gosh, that's um, uh, you know a little bit, but 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 I but also got the I also got the feeling that you know, hey man, it's just no big deal, you know. We're moving on. We're we're just two West Virginia brothers who uh, who had a little spat, and uh, and we're over and we're done. And the minute he answered that question, you know, and as I was walking back, you know, to where, you know, to the electronic media part of the building, um, I was thinking these coaches live in a world that I do not even know exists, you know, because like if I had come out in a public press conference. And I railed on you about that, and I called you names, and I called you a cheater, and criticized, you know, and, and talked about how, you know, terribly unethical you are at doing your job. I mean, you probably never speak to me again, you know. And uh, there would there would be repercussions. There there would be consequences you would have to pay. Here it's just like, well, all right, you know, it's just like they had it they had it out in the staff room or something, and like Jimbo said. You know, nothing's private, and as you mentioned, nothing is private when you, like, call a press conference and just rail on people. And then not only that, Matt, but Texas A&M sent a letter to the SEC asking that Nick Saban be fined and or suspended. So they doubled down. <laughs> they doubled down on Jimbo's comments. And so, but, but, but no regrets, no apologies. And by the way, if you Google Jimbo Fisher apologized, you you won't find any results of him apologizing for anything. <laughs> His whole career. Jeff Spiegel, joins, <laughs> Jeff Spiegel joins us here from thirty three forty. He was at SEC Media Days in Atlanta on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Speaking of being defensive, did you feel like Ryan Harson was still speaking defensively somewhat based on the coup that uh, some Auburn uh, boosters were trying to get him out? Well, I think I think that was the soundbite of the week. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, he came out, and to me, it reminded me of Rocky Three. You know, when Rocky is uh, is fighting Mr. T, and Mr. T's just you know just like dotting his eyes and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and, and Rocky just goes, "Is that all you got? Is that all you got? Come on, man, you ain't nothing. Uh, you know, uh, my mama hits hits harder than that. You know, that's what he was pretty much saying to the boosters." 
and to the Auburn administration that, you know what, you tried to take me down, it didn't work, I'm still standing, and I'm going to be standing for a long time if I have anything to do with it. I thought it was pretty defiant. I thought his, uh, I thought his players came in and delivered the same message, that they're unified because of all that that went on. I think John Samuel Schenker felt, uh, you know, some victory and that the players stood up for Coach Harson and they were able to, uh, you know, get their way and, um, and, and have Harson stay. So it, look, I, I thought it was just a terrific performance by Coach Harson and those three guys he brought with him yesterday. And Jeff, you've been to a lot of SEC media days, and, and I have been as well. And, and, and I, I root for the Auburn Tigers. I'm good friends with Aldo Greco. I do want to see them do I was Tiger for a day. I've been down there. It's great for the state when both teams are undefeated. Absolutely. I go through that entire process, despite the fact that I worked for a radio station that was the flagship station for the Crimson Tide for 25 years because that's where I got paid. But it feels like Auburn always tries too hard to impress. And I remember seeing Gene Chizik and Gus Malzahn at those SEC media days and they'd be throwing stuff out like, this is the best line we've ever had. We have no weaknesses on this football team. They'd be saying these huge things some 40 to 50 days before the first game was going to play, really setting yourself up as an Auburn fan, thinking, wow, if they're saying this in front of people at SEC Media Days, it's going to be huge. I think Brian may have made just a tiny little mistake by saying, I don't think I've ever seen this team so cohesive and galvanized by these accusations that came in during the offseason. Because if I'm an Auburn fan, I'm fired up. And maybe that's what they're trying to do. But coming off a 6-7 and seven season, I don't know how many games he needs to win in order to get some of that pressure off. It's only a second season. But your thoughts on that? Well, listen, what are SEC media days for? I mean, the coaches get up there, the players get up there, and, uh, they, and they give fans hope. I mean, they give me some hope. Yeah. I mean, we know that, you know, they're not going to finish in a 14-way tie for the championship. I mean, that's mathematically impossible. But but you got to give your fan base hope. And I think the one thing that rang out to me, what he and the guys said, is that the negativity is gone. The negativity is gone. Now I don't know who he was talking about in particular, uh, Harson and the players when they said that. I know Bobo's not there. I know Mason's not there. I know Bo Nix is not there. I know the guys who are not there. And now, you know, they're saying the positive vibe is just all over the place. And without that, I mean, you can't get anywhere as a football team. you got guys pulling in different directions. And you see that happen a lot with a coach in the first year. Because some guys are on board and some guys aren't. It happened in Nick Saban's first year. A lot of those seniors didn't want anything to do with what Nick Saban was selling. And uh, mm-hmm. but but you know there were guys in the freshman sophomore class who said this guy's really good let's get behind him and follow him. But in the first year, not everybody's going to be on board. So after that first year, you got to do some weeding out, and you got to find guys who want to get on board with you. You got to hire a staff that's going to be on board with you. As offensive and defensive coordinators are now Boise people, and I know Boise's not the SEC. I know it's not Alabama. I know it's not on the same level as Auburn, but you know what? He won a lot of football games out there, and he won championships out there. The guy can coach. It's just like Charles Barkley said the other day. If everyone will just get out of his way and let him coach, let's see what he can do. Uh, do you agree with the rest of the media that Auburn will finish last in the SEC West? Oh, I, I absolutely, totally disagree with that. 
I mean, um, I mean, the West is, I mean, the West is really competitive. But, 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 but I mean, I feel like I feel like Auburn could. Uh, I feel like they could start five and zero. You know, I mean, I really do. And I'm not, you know, being, you know, taken in by what I heard yesterday. But, but I just think uh, I think there's some pieces there that are uh, they're they're gonna, they're going to beat somebody that nobody expects them to beat. You know. That's not to say they're not going to lose a game that nobody expected them to lose, but I think they're going to. I think they're going to make some noise in the West. They're not going to win the West, but I think uh, they're going to have a lot to do with who wins the West. Don't forget now, this is a team who last year was two points away from winning the Iron Bowl. We want to get caught up in the fact that they were six and seven, and they lost their last five games. We we, we get caught up in all that the losing streak. But let's not forget that Alabama was fighting for its life against Auburn in the Iron Bowl last year. And fans probably left Jordan-Hare Stadium feeling like, dang, we let them off the hook. Oh, yeah. So if not Auburn, who do you think finishes last in the SEC West? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> boy, that's a really good question. There are so many good quarterbacks. You know, on that side, um, gosh, I don't know, state, state maybe. Yeah. Um, I can't I pick state be because of good. Will Rogers. Well, I mean, yeah, and 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 this guy's uh, you know a very explosive quarterback. I mean, look what he did leading that comeback against Auburn last year. I mean, the what the the West is just it's the Wild West. I mean, it's just going to be a shootout every week and. Uh, you know, look, I, I know who the one team is going to be. I feel like I know who the two team is going to be. But uh, three through seven, that's that's anybody's guess. Jeff, what is your – you are the senior sports anchor in television in this state. Um, bluntly, do you think Nick Saban even knows that? What kind of relationship do you have? And do you think that there are levels of respect he has? For members of the media, if you're new and he's never seen you, he's probably likely to kind of poop on you. But, I mean, you were there for his first and his most recent news conference. I mean, does he even know who you are? I don't know. That's a really good question. Um, I know Josh <laughs> Maxson. Come on. I know Josh Maxson knows who I am. Um, I, you know, I, from, from the word go, you know, Nick came in and um, he, he knew the importance of local media. Like, he knew the importance of local media, but he wanted to hitch his wagon to ESPN and the national media. He felt like that's what really? would give his team, obviously, the most exposure. And it's not that he, – he, he gives us what we need in terms of access, you know. But there's no question that ESPN, you know, and, uh, and CBS, they absolutely get more access, you know, than we do. Um, I don't know if he knows, you know, all of our names or not. I would, I would, I would have to guess probably no. But uh, probably, but you know, it's just that's just kind of his approach to the game from from the get go. Jeff Spiegel from ABC thirty three forty, of course, uh, the sports anchor there, and joins us here on the J Barker Radio Network. Uh, Jeff, one final question: We just mentioned a, a few minutes ago, Brian Kelly. I, I have not heard much about him at all throughout this entire week. His first year, obviously, in the SEC, he reminds me a little bit of this five star kid coming out of high school, and then he gets to this college, and there's like twenty two other five star guys. He's like, <laughs> what just happened here? Uh, what what kind of impression does he need to make at least in his first, I'll say, three years at LSU to make sure that everyone's like, okay, this was a great hire. 
Well, I think he brings a lot of, uh, I mean, obviously coming from Notre Dame, I mean, he, he brings a lot of credibility. Um, you know, he's got to come in and, and, and prove he can win, he can win the big games. You know, now he got to the playoff. You know, he couldn't finish the deal. You know, he went 0 2, you know, against Alabama. Um, so he's got to come in and, and every week, you know, he, he's going to be playing some big games. So, you know, the LSU fans have high expectations. And those were only just elevated when they won the championship in 2019. And so they expect a national contender every year. So it doesn't matter if you're Brian Kelly, you know, or, uh, you know, or whoever you are, Mike Leach. I mean, if you can't produce in that three year window, you're going to be looking for a job somewhere. So, uh, so there's some pressure on him to get this thing going and, and keep it going. And the LSU fans don't expect him to rebuild. Um, they expect him to just, you know, load up every year and win 10 games. Jeff, I want to wrap it up on, on what I'm going to call a very, very positive note. You know, I worked side-by-side side with Pam Huff for over 10 years. You have been with her even longer. Um, I, I don't call her a colleague or anything like that. She's a friend. She's a real, real pro, and she is up for the battle of her life with breast cancer. Just take a minute here and, and talk about how special a person that is and how cancer's about to get their ass beat. <laughs> Exactly right. Stephen Quinn said the other day on the air, he said cancer has no idea who it's messing with. And uh, and that's true. I've, I've never seen anyone with a more uh, steely resolve uh, when it comes to fighting adversity. I don't know anyone who has a stronger faith when it comes to fighting adversity. And uh, and you mentioned just a special friend. I mean, we, we started there about the same time. And, um, you know, uh, my dad passed away in January. And one of the first people, uh, several people came up to me at the TV station to express their condolences. But, you know, Pam was one of the first and uh, wanted to know how I was doing, what she could do to help. So uh, she's just a tremendous journalist, but she is an unbelievable person, more importantly than that. And our thoughts and prayers are certainly with her. Do any of y'all know where she's from? West Virginia. She's from West West Virginia, exactly. <laughs> and her great 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 uncle or something was like Sam Huff, the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame linebacker. Oh, yeah. Jeff, we need to wow. do this more often, and we will. Thank, yeah. Thank you for your time, man. Hey, y'all have a great day. Okay. You too. Have All a good right, weekend. Jeff. Thank you. Uh, what a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and has been from the first day I met him. Uh, and we ran long, so we need to get the break. We'll be back on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX 
technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. So we have challenges on our team. I mean, we had seven players drafted, you know, two first round draft picks and um, some very, very good players at wide receiver uh, and uh, other positions that you know will be difficult to replace I think we've had 113 players drafted in the last 14 years and 41 first round draft picks so 
Very proud of the fact that we've done a good job of creating value for players at the next level. Um, but it'll be a challenge for us to re replace the skilled players lost. Um, two great receivers on our team last year. Uh, we've got some significant challenges in replacing, you know, some offensive line people, uh, which, you know, Bryce Young is a great player. He's a great leader. He's a great quarterback, um, obviously. Um, but quarterback is also a position that may be one of the most difficult positions in all of sports to play if you're not surrounded by good people. Uh, so the challenge for us is to make sure that we do an outstanding job of developing the players around him so that we can continue to be a very productive offensive team. You know, defensively, I think we've got seven starters back. But again, the biggest challenge is going to be, you know, how do we replace the corners that we lost? Um, because, you know, corner is probably the one position that puts the greatest restrictions on what you can do on defense. Um, so that, that's going to be a significant challenge for us as well. I'm sure Coach Saban is glad to have received this news. Olus Alenin, he's originally from Finland. Mm -hmm. You think that's the first He's commitment finished, yeah. Alabama has uh, ever gotten from Finland? Could be. Well, he is a big fan. Ha ha. Uh, he is 6'7", 3'10". Uh, he's an offensive tackle, and he has committed to the University of Alabama. The Tide was challenged by Ohio State, Miami, Georgia, and Oregon. You know, when, that, that's a lot of times the way I gauge a recruit <laughs> is by who's after it. Sure. Those, those comments there by Nick Saban, was that uh, from this past week or was that from uh, 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018, or 2017? Because he says the same thing every single year and it works. And that, that was kind of my point to Jeff Spiegel about, I realize that SEC Media Days is a little bit of a rah-rah, but you will never, ever hear Nick Saban say, this is the best offensive line we've ever had. You'll never you hear know, him say, defensively, I think we look fantastic. Now, he'll mention numbers. He'll mention the 41st. 40, 41 first-round draft yeah. picks, the 175,000 guys they've had the drafted. He'll mention all those things. He'll mention the yeah. national championships. But he will never say, you know what, I think our special teams may be the best I've ever seen since I've been here. You'll never hear him say that do you know, because that does no good for your football team. Do you know who else did that repeatedly? Paul William Bryant. He could have every senior coming back from a national championship mm -hmm. team, and he would find a way to downplay them. And, 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 I, and I say this, and I know this is light years away, but I remember being in SEC Media Days at the Winfrey, and Gus Mall's on, and I'm like, dude, please be quiet. Stop talking about how much you love your football team because you got Auburn fans who are jumping through hoops thinking they're going to go 13-0 this year based on what you're saying. And, and, and it wasn't true. And I realize you want to rah-rah, and you're like, I, I really feel yeah. good about where we're at, and I feel like, you know, with this galvanization of our football team, we've worked really hard now. You can say all those things, but when you start making definitive motions towards this is the best I've seen of this, or I think, we're, I think we look really, really good. I think there was one year where Gus said, I think our only weakness is our kicking game. And I was like, holy Moses. Well, you don't need a kicking game if you're super strong on offense. And when defense. does Auburn pounce on it better? When they're not picked? When yeah. everybody says they're not good? And maybe the this year is they that won year. the national championship was that 2010. Mm -hmm. um, they were picked middle of the pack in the SEC, and they weren't. I, don't, I think they were ranked, but not very high. Yeah. They go on to win the national championship. Now they're being picked dead last. We'll see what they do. I bet they win more than we think they do. Uh, all right, Alex. Who is 
Combining both divisions, who's the best team in the in the SEC? Alabama. Second. Georgia. Okay. The number three, I'm assuming you're you're in line with that. What's that now? Alabama, yep. Georgia, as yep. far as the number three we gotta discuss on the other side of this break because I heard the question delivered and you know, uh Texas A and M, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee. Um, there are a lot of different uh, selections as far as who would be the third or second in one of the division. All right, you're listening to the Jay Barker Show. Jay's taking his birthday week off. Lars Anderson is taking some time off. You are uh, in the studio of AVX. Our producers are Josh Smith and uh, Joe. Joe is at uh, the studios. Joe Gaither is at the studio in Tuscaloosa. I've got too many plates spinning right now. You know, you really should focus on what you're saying. <laughs> we and we just sat here and watched you drown. Because <laughs> I didn't hey, know I got going. something for you. Okay. Hey, you know, hey, it's not the first time I've come back up for air. Speaking of drowning, I didn't come in here and just talk football. You know, I'm not going to do that with you. Right. But something happened yesterday that will make you not only not want to go back in the ocean, but back in your neighborhood swimming pool yesterday. It's an amazing story. When I heard it, it freaked me out. I will show that story with you whenever you want to hear it. Well, it, 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 will just... scare, it will scare the bejeebers out of you if you well, swim in swimming pools in your neighborhood. Well, you know, you will not. when I was in high school, I didn't go see Jaws because I liked to go to the beach. And I didn't want to be scared because everybody that saw it said, I'll never go to the beach again. So I didn't see it. Uh, so this is not going to, I won't even want to go jump this, in a puddle. This makes a shark look like a minnow. Did you did you ah. know there's more people that are killed by things that fall out of people's windows on top of their heads than people that get killed by sharks? It's not going to happen. Yeah. But this is real. They're uh, swarming in Long Island. I read last it's week. It's a terrible right. story. Hey, that's a a terrible story. But stay stay tuned. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and hot this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 94. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and hot. A few isolated storms can pop up. The high at 95 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The Jay Barker Show. Jay and Lars are off this week. Alex Bauman is with us. Tony Curry. If you're streaming, he's the guy in the yellow shirt. I think Jay did. What did Jay, Jay do on his big 5-0? I mean, that's a big birthday, brother. I, I don't know. But uh, we'll find out Monday if you and I don't destroy his show. <laughs> All right. And, and, and this may be the beginning of the end here. Yeah. Uh, Israel yesterday <clears throat> at a neighborhood swimming pool. Uh, an Olympic size swimming pool. Some 430 people were in this swimming pool yesterday. Again, this is in Israel. <clears throat> in Israel. Yeah, you can pull it up. And when I read the story, I was like, dude, this is horrible. Sinkhole opens up underneath the swimming pool. While there's 430 people in this pool, 
sucked every drop of the pool into the sinkhole, killed a guy. There was a woman who actually saw somewhat of a whirlpool at the deep end of the pool going, that's kind of strange, and looked under, she had her goggles on and saw people being sucked into the sinkhole in a swimming pool. It's bad enough when it happens on dry land, right? The sinkhole mentality. She's screaming, get out of the pool. Everyone thought she was playing some Marco Polo or something. <laughs> and people are all going into the deep end. It's not Marco Polo in <laughs> Israel. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Marco Polo. <laughs> But I'm thinking, how horrible. I mean, I had nightmares of when I read this story, thinking to myself, sinkholes are bad enough. You see people getting sucked in. I saw the Corvette Museum got affected by it. Oh, yeah. The sink, I call it the sinkhole mentality. When you hear a story about a sinkhole, all of a sudden you'll hear stories about sinkholes for weeks. And, of course, we know the entire state of Florida is just a giant sinkhole. I understand that. But in the middle of our swimming pool, can you imagine having your two- or three-year-old swimming in the shallow end and getting oh, sucked into gosh, a sinkhole? Oh, my gosh, horrible. And it, but it makes sense, right, with all the water weight and everything that's going oh. on. I'm thinking that 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 is I shark take my leg off at Orange Beach before I get sucked into a sinkhole at Heatherwood Country Club. Have you ever had a pool, personal? Uh, not an in-ground pool. I've had a baby pool. Okay. Yeah. I had one, and in many ways, they are sinkholes when it comes to money. Yeah. Always something you got to tinker with. They're like boats. Yeah. Best day uh, of your life when you get it, and the best days when you sell it. Alex, when you go to the beach, do you jump in the water? Do you fear no sharks? I used to fear sharks. Not anymore. Well, Seems that, like it would be the other way around. That's the way I was. So, what made you stop fearing Jaws? I didn't watch it for a long time. Oh. Oh. It's a scary movie when it first came. Show and your, how well produced and directed. Show your teenager Jaws now, and now they'll mock it. They'll go, they'll go in as deep as they possibly can and looking for one. They're yeah. everywhere. And, of course, it's Shark Week going on right now, so everyone's talking about Yeah, and like uh, The Rock hosting that thing. Yes. That has become a very celebrated television event. It is. It's huge. It's the biggest week of the year. It's the most watched thing on television, period. Streaming and everything else. Really? Shark, shark Week is this, yeah. This year, Michael Tyson is not fighting a shark. Okay. Uh, as, long as, we're, as long as we're talking sharks. You know those big metal cages mm -hmm. that they lower down in there? Yeah. Would you get in one? Oh, yeah. Alex? Yeah. Yeah, I have no problem doing what that. If, what are the, uh, you know, the big, great white just comes? Animals do not Big, scare great, me. nice, Matt. Animals don't uh, bother me. Uh, animals? If there was a bear outside your studio, I'd walk right past it. But bears, dogs, I don't, I'm don't. i not, I'm like, that's a God thing for me. If I'm going to get eaten by some wild rabbit elk, then bring it on. You know what animals does scare me and I would buy them something? No. Honey badger. Really? That's the most fearless animal on this earth mm -hmm. have you ever seen the video where randall does honey badger doesn't care you ever seen that video oh, i have god it'll make you wet your pants it's so funny but when you see what it does <laughs> well if you wet your pants it'll probably eat you because it smells you uh, but uh they uh they're, they're just fearless kill a cobra get bitten by a cobra yeah. pass out get back up kill the cobra yeah eat the cobra mm -hmm. go into a honey bee stinging bees Gets stung so much that it passes out, gets up, goes after more honey. Yeah. Polar bear is probably the only animal that it really, because polar bears are always hungry because we're taking all their food so sources cold. and there's nowhere to go. Yeah, but they're, they're just, you know, polar bear is probably the scariest thing. But as far as, you know, people up in Tennessee and whenever they see bears, I'm not saying I'd go run with one or tackle one. I'm just saying that it, it wouldn't change the way I'm living my day that day if I had a bear in my front yard. All right, if you're not afraid of sharks now, Alex, what are you afraid of? Snakes. Huh. I'll bring my snake in next week. I got a ball boa. 
That's the best pet you, you hear about the, have. the new flying spider that's now invading that real big thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. three inches wide and it mm-hmm. has a yellow limeish color tint. It's a good spider though. Yeah, yeah, it's really good for us. But uh, did you hear too that our flying big, spider's kind of spooky in, in its own right? Did you know that the monarch butterfly? Is the official insect of Alabama and has been since yep. 1985. It is now an endangered species. You know, I, monarch, I saw as one I've gotten older, I've seen fewer. So I'm not surprised by that. There are 72% less monarch butterflies now than there was in 2010. Isn't that crazy? I, mean, I just saw one walking in here. I'm like, that's endangered species. Isn't that crazy? And they're super important as well as bats. We can talk about this later. Oh. Don't go to your swimming pool. Bees. You. Bees are very, very important too. Oh. On an interesting way to wrap up the first hour. Um, coming up next hour, I want to I want to jump in this Charles Barkley live tour thing because um, I'm really really concerned about it. I'm actually worried about Charles. Um, it, it the whole tour frightens me, and the way people are jumping on board with it more frightened scares me. Back with the second hour in a moment. Hi, One this is seven Wes men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. It's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. It handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. 
covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC.letterO. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. now is that Cam Smith, the reports out of Australia are that he may join the tour. It'll be after the FedEx playoff in about another month or so. So there's a chance that could happen. The thing with the, the live tour, and they have a lot of big names on there, but Stenson is a guy, he's 46 years old. He's ranked over 200 in the world. Not really that big of a deal. They still have to get a TV deal, which could eventually happen. Right now it's on Facebook and it's on YouTube. But I will say this, getting Charles Barkley would be a coup for them because Charles Barkley is the one broadcaster that, you know, he attracts people to a television yeah. set. No offense to Tom Brady. He's not going to do it for football. People are still going to watch a football game, regardless of whether or not Tom Brady's making about $40 million to call the game. Charles Barkley is a little bit different, but I also think Charles Barkley, mean as kind of the everyman, I think he's going to hurt his image here. Yes, he's probably going to get a lot of money. I think he's going to hurt his image with the, with the public, which adores him for the most part. Maybe in the short term, you're right. But in the long term, he would be making the same bet that Liv is making yeah. here, which is amassing stars, ultimately will lead people to forget the fact that they are funded by a regime with a terrible human rights record. That's, right. That's how sports washing works. If you make fans care about what's happening on the field, or in this case, the course, eventually, over time, they forget what's happening off of, the, off of it. And, and I know that sounds cynical, but we've seen that proven true time and time again. And as Liv keeps throwing money at these stars, it seems inevitable that they're headed in that direction. They're right. Barkley could really, really make that tour uh, from a broadcasting standpoint and get them ratings and get people that would never even think about watching golf, much less the live tour, tuned in. Um, I think, I think Charles Barkley skating on thin ice here. Then again, our producer Josh Smith and I'm going to take your quote and share it. Said, probably doing this to get TNT to step up to the plate and really pay him. But, uh, well, he said he wants to do both, and he's making $10 million a year over the next three years for TNT at $30 million, plus his endorsements with Capital One, with Subway, with Dick Sporting yeah, Goods. Yeah. They've already reached out to him and said, hey, what are you doing? He's like, listen, I'm, I'm, I haven't signed anything. I'm just meeting with them. I'm just going to play in a program. What's what's the big deal? So it sounds like uh, Charles knows what he's doing when he's, when he's pining for, for particular cash. And again, at $30 million for TNT, that, that's, that's, that's chump change when it comes to, of course, uh, the live golf tour. What does he make them? Oh. Yeah. A whole lot more than that, or obviously they wouldn't be paying. I, I, I got to be honest with you, though. If, if I was pro live, and I'm not, but if I was pro live, would having Charles Barkley change my way of. Uh, it, it doesn't really accentuate or add anything to me. As an announcer, Charles Barkley as a golf announcer, I, I, don't, I don't really get the tie. If they want to go out there and, and go get The Rock or go get Justin Timberlake or go get some major celebrity to continue to, 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 to you know, sports wash uh, their, their human rights records, I, I understand that. But Charles Barkley, who's one of the most endorsable products, certainly in the United States, what's the tie there? I don't get that. If he wants to play in programs and want to see that hitch in his swing, you know, every weekend, that's one thing. But I think, I don't think Charles is going to go. But I think the fact that he's actually entertaining and the fact that he's met with Greg Norman uh, is not particularly a good look. But I don't think he cares. 
Well, what he has to worry about, and he made reference to it in an article I read this morning, which, by the way, I also read that he's going to play in one of their events. And yep. I'm going, what? I mean, what is he, a, a 19 handicap? How's yeah, he going to tee yeah. off with Dustin Johnson? Yeah. That one confused me, and I didn't see any other details, so I can't pass them along. But you, you just mentioned his big three, Subway, Capital One, and Dix. Mm-hmm. They've inquired because they, they want to know. Sure. And he, he dives deep into that. Uh, he's going to lose. Bunch. Well, of he'll, he'll, have money. To, he'll have to make that money back on the lift tour, and if they're going to throw you a hundred million dollars for three years, you're probably going to take that deal. But I, I don't, a, I don't see him doing that. I just don't. It's a very polarizing subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, I maintain that I don't, I wouldn't touch it. But you know, somebody weighs a million dollars in your well, face just to go stand well, on the 18th green. You know, and we and we got Robbie here too. What what are your thoughts on what he said about? Blood money. He's like these new terms, blood money, sports washing. He said there isn't an athlete out there that hasn't taken some blood money at some point. There's not a politician who hasn't taken blood money. He said the only difference is I'm being afforded the opportunity to get blood money where most people, and I mentioned this before, if I gave you a million dollars today to run a truck full of narcotics to Atlanta, would you do it? I'd have to see the money first. <laughs> I know. But most people aren't given the opportunity to make 50 right. or $60 million to go play in a it, golf tournament for two or three years. And so that, we're like, oh, because as, as an everybody or a person who follows celebrities, we get really pissed off and angry when we know wealthy people are throwing a lot of money to do things that we don't like. I'm going to give, you know, like like when Will Ferrell was offered $50 million to do Elf 2, and he said no because he didn't like the script, we were like, yes! That's what I'm talking about, Will <laughs> he Ferrell. He can afford to say no, money. though. $50 million? Who would turn that down? We know that celebrities take crazy money for terrible movies. They don't care. It's their living. It's what they make money. So, I mean, but we love when that guy says, you know what, I know you offered me $10 million, but I'm not making an album because I don't think I've written enough good songs yet for an album. Uh, like, yes. Yeah, that happened. Yes. But we're not there with the GoFundMe page when they're broke either. Uh, hey, Robbie Glenn, uh, Striker Strong, is in the studio with us. Yep. Always bringing Zaxby's. Excuse me. I can't believe Guthrie's. I just made that error. Come on, yeah. Guthrie's. 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 Uh, boy, that's uh, somebody who's been dealing with sponsors for 50 years and knows how to really step on there. Yep. Put their foot there. Yep. Guthrie's you got. But, Guthrie's. It, uh, so I, I appreciate that. But no uh, problem. Update us on your son. Uh, a, a quick uh, explanation on what he has and okay. then what you're doing for well, him. First of all, Tony, do I just run to Atlanta and drop it? Do I have to have. Do you have to bring it back, anything back? You would be amazed how many people <laughs> at, at this million now, come on. would say, you know what, <clears throat> do I have to do anything? Is there a chance I get arrested? Well, sure, there's a chance you get arrested. Would you do it? There's a lot of people that would take that risk things. at this point. Yeah. My answer on the air might be a lot different than the one I give you in a break. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, thanks for having me in again, uh, Striker Strong. Uh, it's I, We're at the end of July. Here it is, one more month, August, and then September is go time for the tournament. And... Uh, so everything's just kind of coming into place, but of course my stress levels up, making sure I have the team. Like we are, we are full on teams. Uh, got a waiting list. Sponsors could always use more, but we have plenty. Then setting the tents where I want them on the holes, what the product they're going to have that they're giving away, making sure that things are within the rules um, of what the golf course sets. So everyone's abiding by that, and I want to make sure everybody has a good time. Plus raise money for. Striker strong and of ways that we can, you know, the more money we raise, the more we can help other families with kids with brain injuries. Um, 
We also send some to his syndrome, TBRS, which is Tatton Brown Raman syndrome, a very uh, new syndrome. It's, well, it's been around for now a few years, since 2000, I think, 16. Uh, he was the only one in the state. Now there is a couple. Um, so we're still helping with that. But now with Stryker's brain injury that we deal with for the last three years, um, we've kind of started trying to venture off because we knew what it takes. We have two that are locked in, and we we can we can do things that a lot of families can. I mean, I, I go to work. My wife stays home and takes care of them 24-7. When I get home, she steps outside, takes a break. A lot of families can't do that, whether it's a single parent or they don't have the right insurance to cover a lot of the things that that he requires we want to step in where if a doctor prescribes something hopefully we can get in touch with these people and maybe help where the they were turned down on insurance because if the doctor wanted it that means they need it okay it's not like you're just throwing it out there so and uh so we're trying to venture into that to help and it's hard because kids with anoxic brain injuries um really are hard to find they don't they don't survive and and Stryker's made it three years, and we're we're very unbelievable. Safe. Yeah, unbelievable. And you, you uh, post pictures and updates I, on I Facebook. Do, uh, That's how I keep up. Uh, and the pictures that you take when he's having a really really good day, and he's smiling. I'm about to tear up right now. Yeah, uh, it's just it, it makes you have a wonderful day, and it makes you count your blessings. So it, it really does. Stryker has a way of uh, knowing when they are my wife are tired, and uh, which is a lot, but. There's some days that we're really tired, and uh, he just will smile and have the best day, and it's like you just get, yeah, you know, you're just ready to go now. You you can fight, and uh, he does that a lot. And so hey, he's he's uh, had a good couple weeks. Could you uh, tell us how people can follow and contribute and get in touch with you about sponsoring the tournament? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not the the most savvy as far as having uh, internet and you know everything. I don't even know what TikTok is and. All the stuff. I mean, I, people send me videos all the time, but you know, on the Snapchat, I just snap while I talk. I, so my daughter and them make fun of me on that. I'm not. Now my wife's into it, but yeah, Facebook has his own page, Striker Strong. Uh, if you get on that, you can you can follow him on there or me on Facebook, Robbie Glenn or or Lindsay or you know, we do post stuff here on the show and uh, also on uh, Tide FM. Um, we do things like that, or they can email me at rglenn r g l e n n one zero six nine at gmail dot com and anything to help uh we're just trying to make you know, tournament success whether it's door prizes or you just want to come out and help be a volunteer um you know any any which way you want to be involved with it uh, we have t-shirts we we market we have wristbands hats golf shirts anything to generate striker strong the more people i see bumper stickers riding around with it um i got one story i probably Police officer was pulling over one uh, one guy and he had Striker Strong on it and he gave him off gave him a warning and really nice. he was doing it a little fast but he's like hey you're how do you know them he goes oh that's one of my good friends and uh, so I mean it's not like I'm trying to get anyone out of trouble but it, Striker has a big following maybe when you're running that van over to Atlanta this afternoon yeah I'm Striker Strong, Strong, yeah, yeah. Striker that, Strong that, all that, over that, it that, <laughs> so uh, that's a know. good look for me isn't it <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, I'd get one for that reason. I want one anyway. Yeah, yeah. but I don't drive fast anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not like I was a yeah. while ago. You might get pulled over for driving too slow then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there you go. Put the turn signal on. <laughs> I'm driving around the world, turning right. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. But thanks, it is man. yeah. Friday, September 23rd at Highland. So. Um. Well, I I will be there. We'll we'll be there. Yeah, y'all will be there. The, but you know what'll happen, right, Robbie? Lars. 
and Jay will go play golf, and I'll, I'll be right where I am today, as a matter of fact. Oh, you're not going to come out to the... No, oh, I'll be there. They'll let me do the show and go play golf. Well, you'll be up on the deck. You'll be able to mm-hmm. put you on the balcony where you can see I the whole thing. I want to be able to... Just arm's length of a cooler. Oh, I'll have that a deal for you. You're doing yeah. two different tea times, right? You don't two really... got 8 a.m. and 1. That's big. Do the 8 a.m., you'll be fine. Oh, man. If you see me... You haven't seen me play golf recently, and you don't want to. I don't care how you play. No, you got, you, about, you got three, no, other, you guys. Would, you got three other guys you'd in your play group, in, but it doesn't matter. You yeah. play in a four and a half hours, take me about seven. Uh, no, I, I, it's uh, it's embarrassing. I don't want to. I don't even know why I brought it up. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you Thanks for what for you do and, and the Appreciate joy uh, Striker brings to, to many, many lives. All right, when we come back, what are you doing with $650,000 worth of bling in your Rolls Royce? That's coming up. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and hot this afternoon, just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 94. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and hot. A few isolated storms could pop up. The high at 95 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Thank you for tuning in and streaming, viewing the Jay Barker Radio Show, Jay Barker Radio and Streaming Network. Matt Coulter sitting in for Lars and Jay. They're uh, having a little vacation time. It's a big shoes. Um, 50-year-old shoes. Sandals, baby. Flip-flops. No. I, I think that's all I wear from end of April through October. Shorts. And flip So last time you did a two-hour show, or what you used to do, four-hour shows, and this two-hour thing is Jay Barker thing, and it's pretty smart. When was the last time you did a four-hour show by yourself? Uh, Boy, that is something, man. When you can pull yeah. it off, it feels really good. Uh, and tell you what, just to talk radio for a minute, it's a lot easier to do when you take calls. Yep. And if you got to fly, fly solo, even for two hours, you better get a couple of guests. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can fill a segment without a problem. Yeah. I can just rattle off nonsense. Oh, I've heard on, you. I know. Uh, it's not good, but I can hear you. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, which one is your mic? <laughs> there we go. Go ahead. Talk all you want. <laughs> there you're back. Oh. But, uh, no, uh, it, it, it is amazingly different when you fly solo. Yeah. You know that. That's why I was really happy that you were coming in. Because I, I, oh, ha- oh, I, I knew it. I, I knew it. Of all people, I, at least I would have fun. I know you can do it. Uh, no, what a, what a yeah, great challenge. Done, I, I know uh, you can pull it off anytime. I've, I've done four hours before, but uh, let me tell you, um, you get about two and a half in. It's, a it's when you struggle. do like four hours of show prep and you've got everything written down and you go through the entire sheet yeah. in your first five minutes and you're like, okay, I've got three hours and 53 <laughs> minutes left. It's time to regurgitate, yes. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Shortstop, Wander Franco. You remember a couple of seasons ago, he had an unbelievable postseason. Mm-hmm. He had like 370. Um, but he's in rehab, so they're bringing him up. He played a triple-A game in Jacksonville, Florida. And, uh, you know, drove, the hot, drove to the hotel after the game. Uh, parked his 600, uh, parked his, what was it? A uh, Rolls-Royce. Huh. Okay. 
That's that's not going to send any flags up. Uh, in the parking lot, and he had six hundred and six hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of bling in his car. In his car, and some guy walked by, saw the car, obviously said, "I'm going to check this out," and he found a safe. Took the safe. The safe had six hundred and fifty thousand wow. dollars. But first of all. A safe doesn't really do a whole lot of good when you can pick it up and walk mm, off with it, does true, it? True, that's true. Oh, but who in the world I, would you? I would drive world, around. I don't drive around with a well. You know, if you're, CD going, player. If you're going from maybe uh, the the field where you're wearing your, your particular bling, because we see guys wearing things, and then he's going to have lunch maybe with a lady friend, so he wants to change up his bling a little bit. Maybe okay. he's going to the gym, and then he might be going out to dinner, and he's not going to be home, so he's got to have his. Because I know these guys that have a lot of a lot of jewelry, <clears throat> they change their jewelry up throughout the day. I don't know if I'd be driving around. Obviously, you and I would not be doing that. Driving around with six hundred fifty, maybe $6,500 worth of bling. But <clears throat> it's a lot of cash. But yeah, you're driving a Rolls Royce. Uh, people are going to be looking in the windows. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy that, by the way, they, they've already apprehended him. Now, I don't know how much of the bling they've gotten back. Although, here's one of the ways that he, they were able to catch this guy. Went to a pawn shop a couple of blocks away. It's like coming to America. <laughs> yeah, puts a check in there's gold shavers. And, yeah. And it goes and just right after he did it. I mean, stop by go to another state or something. Yeah. Oh, my, my, my. Okay, we never did get back to my question from, I don't know, a couple of segments ago. Who is the third best team in the Southeastern Conference? You want to? Alex, you want to? Are you asking us? Do you already have the answer? No. I, oh. every, everybody's answer is going to be different. Now, according to the SEC media days and what was voted, it would either be Texas A&M or Kentucky. So, I, I'm sorry. I just can't not go with Kentucky yet. I, 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 know, I know. I know. I, I could. I should. But I'm going to have to go with A&M. I think Tennessee's going to be a lot better. I think Florida's always going to be in the mix. <clears throat> um can't go with Auburn, can't go with Mississippi State. Uh, Old Miss is always, well, it is in the mix now. Um, I think Lane Kiffin's got that program now to the point where they're reloading and not rebuilding. So I have not given you an answer. <clears throat> All right, Alex will. I'm going to go with Kentucky. Wow. wow. You know, Will Levis is a heck of a player, even if he does put mayonnaise in his coffee. Can you imagine? Is that like the most disgusting thing you've ever heard? Where are we at? The Kentucky would be the third best team in the SEC, and Auburn would be picked last in the West. Um, where, I don't, I don't where, like that SEC. I don't like it. We're a strange place. So you would pick Kentucky like many of the media members. Um, I know I'm being a homer, but I like Arkansas. Yeah, I like KD, quarterback, a lot of experience coming back. He the can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, but they lost their number one running back, and, of course, the wide receiver went in the first round of the year. Burks, um, quite a player, but I also like Pittman a whole lot. I do too. Do you see the Pittman hogs outside his lake home? Mm -mm. They're frothing at the mouth, and the water goes right back into the lake, and then it circulates and comes back up. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, you know their logo has a slob is coming out of the side of its mouth. You ever seen a, a a really a Razorback wild boar? I have seen videos. I haven't seen a live one. Before. But you uh. You said you, you weren't afraid of many animals, but that might be one you put on your list. Really? No, I, I, I hear they'll come after you, man. That'll, they don't, yeah. They, you know, most animals will leave you alone. But yeah. wild boars will come after you. They'll protect their area. All right. 
Arkansas. A lot of people are picking Ole Miss. But the SEC media picked them fourth. Here's the way it goes. In the West, you got Alabama, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Really curious to see what Kiffin can do with this um, the USC transfer at quarterback. Matt Corral was a 1BA. Kind of tragic is too strong of a word, but uh, sorrowful to see what he was living through. We didn't know about Oh, I know, right? I mean, this yeah. kid was drinking and unstable mentally. Imagine how good it's going to be if he straightens out. Right. Um, LSU's picked fifth in Mississippi State, and as we're all kind of going, huh? Auburn is last. In the east, you got Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. And and a note to Vanderbilt. And I don't know what member of the media did this. Sure, if we did exhaustive research, which I don't think is worth it. Somebody that voted... That you know turned in their ballot. You know how mm-hmm. it's done. Oh yeah, as Vanderbilt winning the East. We have one of those every single year. Which which should tell you something right now. How 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 right has the SEC media been on SEC media days? Well, that guy's doing it for a joke. I mean, reason, I mean, right? why? Well, I mean, <laughs> you'd like to think, but they're just because you're part of the media doesn't mean you know what the hell you're talking about. I really don't see Vanderbilt winning a game in the. See, in Vanderbilt, Kentucky, we're always the two teams we could always count on to bring up the rear. Now, Kentucky's messing that up for me. Way to go, I'm so happy with Cope. Yeah, no doubt. He's a lifer there. If he and he's, he just seems like such a likable guy. Mm-hmm. I think kind of unlike his brother. Well, you know, and I realize that, that the Vanderbilt's, you know, brings our, our APR up. I understand that. Uh, and it's great to have a super smart school. My brother-in-law got his undergraduate there. I know a lot of people that are super smart. Alec Greco's kids went to Vanderbilt. They're super smart kids. <sighs> we got in Texas and Oklahoma, and what, what's Vanderbilt doing? Why are they getting an equal piece of the pie here? I'm sorry. Uh, as we go to break, I'll ask you guys, who are the top three odds-on Vegas favorites to win the national championship? Alex, who do you think? Alabama, Ohio State, and USC. What do you got? Uh, let me think about it. Alabama is a plus 180. Oh, I thought you were going to use it on the other side. No. Okay. I've got more for the, okay. on the other side. Um, Alabama is a plus 180. Then it's Ohio State. And it's Georgia. I'm just, Georgia lost the best defense we've seen in college football in quite a while. That's what you're supposed to do. So when he just a, reloads and wins another national championship. Doesn't Nick Saban do it every single year? How many first rounders? Six? I believe it was six. Happens every year in Alabama. Why not? Alabama's not Georgia. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, who won the national championship against Alabama? Clemson a couple of years ago. <laughs> I don't. You I don't acknowledge Georgia's national championship. I'm so kidding. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a, what a great football team. Stetson Bennett's back, too. He's not on anybody's no, top five no, at quarterback. No. All he did was win a national championship. I know, right? Oh, that's incredible. All right. Uh, this number will stagger you. The number of ticket requests for the game, NFL game in Germany, simultaneously when they first put them online. Boggle your mind.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Hey, by the way, before you get into your keys, I'm good. You know Pat Benatar? Yeah, I read this story. Dude, she's 69 years old. She's on the road right now. She has told her fan base she is not going to play Hit Me With Your Best Shot because of the mass shootings in this country. And she's like, you know what? I don't get on stage. I don't get on my soapbox. Talk to your legislators. This is the only say I've got in it. So I'm not paying it. She goes, I know it's a tongue-in-cheek song, but I just don't think it's a good fit. I feel bad playing it, so I'm not doing it tough. And she is, she is not apologizing for it either. It's her biggest song. I said, I'd be like going to see Leonard Skinner, and they say, I'm sorry we're not playing Freebird anymore. The Rolling Stones not playing Brown Sugar anymore because of its overtones. You know how long we could go on this particular subject alone? Warren Zevon will not play Werewolves of London, which is his biggest song by far because he's like, it's a novelty tune. It's not something good. I saw Todd Rundgren down at work play one night, and he's like, if you think you're going to hear hello, it's me. Think again, my friend. I'm not playing that slow crap. So, I mean, when you go see, like, if you look at the lineup, you know, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett are on on, on tour right now doing these arena shows. Def Leppard's playing like 20 songs, and every single song is like through the roof. I mean, every song is boom, boom, boom. I mean, they, 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 and normally you'll have, you know, you'll take 10 huge songs, you'll take some songs that were kind of hits, and then you'll maybe play a couple new ones. as when you yeah, take a whiskey, an beer, sell albums, and then you'll play a couple deep cuts. You're like, oh, I can't believe they're playing uh, this song. I love yeah. that one. Def Leppard's like just banging you in the head one after another. For I mean, you're straight. walking for 20 straight, oh. and you're like, you just look at it, and you're like, wow. They're playing what the fans want. So Pat Benatar playing Shadows of the Night and Love is a Battlefield. And I don't get to hear it. Hit me with your best shot because of your feelings over mass shootings. I'm like, come on. Just saying. I picked up Warren Zevon. He played at Norm's. Do you remember that? Did he really? Wow. And he uh, he stayed up the street at uh, uh, Raymond. Remember Raymond? Mm -hmm. What a great guy. Yeah. Um, But I went and picked him up. He stayed with Raymond? He stayed... No, he was, oh, was like, what? no, 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 no. I, I really, there, there are people no driving around going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, no, it was like the green room. Yeah. Uh, cause I think he was flying out right after the show, but, uh, you know, I picked him up, got in the car. I mean, yeah, it, it is, so weird, uh, it's dude. an odd man. He was odd. He's a very strange man. I think he passed. I think he did. Don Henley turned 75 today, by the way. One of the greatest voices. Mm-hmm. And uh, greatest drummers, too. Uh, did you oh, know did you just, know did you know when he was uh early in his career back in the late sixties who he used to write music for? Uh, uh before he met maybe, Don, before he uh, met Glenn Fry. Maybe uh, I don't know. 
country musician? He he was. He was actually uh, playing a show, and this guy named Kenny Rogers said, uh-huh. "Man, you sound really good. Would you write a couple songs for me?" And so he started writing music with Kenny Rogers. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I've yeah. always liked Kenny Rogers. Liked his what? style. Liked the way he carried himself. He's dead too. Stay away from the Botox. Mm-hmm. Didn't he marry one of the girls from Hee Haw? Don Henley, yes. No, not Don Henley. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Yeah, the one that had the straw in the mouth. Yeah, her. All right. NFL is going to host Tampa Bay in Seattle, November 13th in Germany. Mm-hmm. So they've got a 70,000-seat you know, arena. Yeah. Not arena, but uh, stadium. Guess how many. Y'all just take a wild guess here, Alex. How many ticket requests they had? You know, they, they, they started it Tuesday. They give you a time, and then you just hope you can click fast enough to get one of the tickets. How many tickets do you think that they had on the initial, simultaneously when they put this up for sale? I mean, it's an arbitrary question, so, I mean, if you're way wrong or right on, it's not going to really matter. I have no earthly idea. I'll say 300,000. 777,000. <laughs> what? Ten times what they can fill. Right. <clears throat> Do you do you do you start seeing the National Football League adding another game, going yep. to eighteen games a year, and starting to play abroad? <laughs> isn't in, that a, isn't it wonderful though that this is our game? This you yeah, can and it is our time. game. And I mean, I, I know I know in Green Bay this weekend, Manchester U and someone else is playing, and they're sold out at Green Bay at Lambeau Field for a soccer match this weekend, which a lot of people are like. And there's a lot of Lambeau f- fans that obviously Green Bay fans they want to go because they want to see history. But so it's really cool. So what do you think sells better, soccer here or professional football there? Pro football there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Is it although, only- soccer in the pro leagues, um, they've grown. And, and, I still wouldn't. I'm, I'm not going to go. I might go see the Birmingham Legion to just yeah. support. In our, li- in, our, in, in our lifetime, but we see a franchise in Europe. You know, I've answered those in our lifetime questions many times before, and I'll bet – 75% of the time, I've been wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I think the travel complications, so there will probably be. not. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, in, in effect, I'm saying, yeah. you're a funny guy. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. Within five or ten years, absolutely. Alex. If there's money involved in it, yes. No way. I would think the, I th- I would think the NBA would stand a better chance, maybe just because of the travel. Better but, chance of happening, us getting an NBA franchise in Birmingham or a European NFL franchise. Oh, Dude, I would love um, so much. I know there's an NBA game coming to town, an exhibition game. Uh, I think it's in September. I think it's the Pelicans. And yeah, I'll the tell Knicks. you what. You better I'll, get I'll, your ticket now. I'll, I will be there. I, I'm telling you right now, if the NBA, if we could get a franchise here in Birmingham, the Legacy Arena is brand new. It looks fantastic. I would yeah. I would love that so much. Um, we support. I know a man. Yep. We're going to make that happen. We're going to go together. I took my son when was it the uh, was it the Rockets and who else? Do you remember a couple of years ago, Alex? They played an exhibition game, mm-hmm. Rockets and somebody. But uh, I went and was watching the floor. It was an NBA college basketball who's who of players. Yeah, Barkley was there. Uh, I saw Buck Johnson. By the way, he's Buck is a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, it was just, and they're all kind of sit gathering together. Birmingham has a really good history in basketball. Just, um, I'm not sure the enthusiasts are still around that recognize that. 
You remember the 80s? Well, no, you don't. You weren't here. But you remember Players. when Bartow, Sonny Smith, and Wimp Sanderson were the coaches? Mm-hmm. Good grief. Yeah, no doubt. And they would all go to the tournament, and we'd sit in the offices at Channel 13, the sports office, and go, wow, how are we going to cover all this? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I'd love to see an NBA franchise here if Gene Holm is listening right now. You know, um, I saw something. Bo Jackson came up in conversation just a little while ago. Yeah, I hope y'all seen this article. But did did you see that he's going to pay for all of the funerals for the school shooting in Val Verde in in Texas? Did you see that? I saw that. That's the kind of stuff Bo does. And I'll bet somebody found out about it and called him because I know this about Bo. He didn't publish a press release. He probably wanted to keep it down, as we say. In Alabama now, keep it down home, cuz. Bo's a really, really great guy. And he's not the most talkative guy in the world. I remember when he was at Auburn, it's kind of tough to get at interviews. Of course, he had a stuttering problem, too. He overcame that and many other obstacles in his life. And I think he still lives in Chicago. He makes arrows Who's this? for his archery. Bo Jack. Sorry to step out. Yeah. No, I... We, we all understand. He, uh, he, did, did you, he's paying, you, yeah, we were talking about him paying for all the funerals. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, uh, that's just, that's Bo. Do you think Al, uh, you think Birmingham would ever get a, a MLB? No. <clears throat> no, and only because um, we've got a Birmingham Barons squad here. I don't know if uh, there are any uh, major league well, I guess there probably is a major league team with a minor league team as well, but I, I just don't. Um, no, I think we got a much better shot because obviously stadiums are much larger than arenas. We, but I, what the, they've done at the Legacy. I mean, I did the City Walk and the whole World Games thing. It, this city, if you've not been downtown, you need to just drive through Malfunction Junction one Sunday afternoon at two o'clock so you don't get stuck in traffic, and go check out how beautiful the city looks right now. Go to dusk when the lights are on. It's unbelievable. In the Legacy Arena, we've got March Madness coming back next year. And, boy, I've missed it. I have, too. That's we, we one of to, the greatest events to cover. We used to have regionals here. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, so go go get it. I, you know what? And I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm driving right by there when we get off the show, so I'm going to stop and take a and look. If I'm, if I, and I say Gene Holman because I know he's a big piece of this, but if I'm Gene Holman, man, I'm bringing back World Sumo. I am go, go parkour. Look at some of the things that sold out at World Games, and I realized there was a you know they, they sold three hundred seventy thousand tickets at about thirty a pop. Do you know Alex? Quick, well, do the math. Do you know how many of that three hundred seventy thousand was corporate? Oh, oh uh, half three hundred twenty thousand were corporate. So they sold roughly fifty thousand. Well, by the way, and I bought the other 50, you got the 000. other fifty. That's exactly what's going because I paid for everything I went to see, and that's fine. That's how those things work. You bring in your corporate sponsorships, and you're like, you know what? For this amount of money, you're getting 50,000 tickets, and you can use them however you want. That's how this thing's work, and that's how it looks successful. And the World Games lost money. Uh, Nick Sellers came out and said, the, and, and that's that's typical. I think there's only been one Olympics in the history of, of the IOC that have actually made money. But you're doing that for the economic impact and to get your, your face and your name and everything on the world stage, and Birmingham did a great job of that. I'm very proud of it. I am, you know, too. It's, that's chest-thumping. Me too. Oh. Did you did you go to the closing ceremonies? No. Oh, we haven't even talked about this. Oh, you went? Oh, yeah. 
give give me a quick uh, deal. We got to go to break and then go we to the break, and I'll do... tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell well, you. Well, I got to get Alex's stuff in here because okay. Alex works very hard. It was fantastic. On this segment. It was great. You know, when you're talking about um, just the difference in athletes, you had the IOC there. You had guys from China as they handed off the flag and the whole nine yards. Mayor Wilfred was. You had Taylor Hicks. You had Bo Bice. You had um, Lionel Richie, Pastor James. You had, and then everyone's waiting for Lionel Richie, right? Well, it's like 10.53 at night, and the thing was supposed to be over 10 o'clock, and we're waiting on Lionel Richie, and everyone's, he keeps saying, you know, thanks for your patience. Of course, people started to boo. Lionel comes out, and I said, man, if he plays three songs, people are going to have, there's going to be torches out in the parking lot, and of course, he played three songs that called it a night. Yep. And not even what I would consider is three most popular. No, I mean it, they're very and very good songs, but uh, a two minute version. Yeah, you, you it was a forty five minute wait for Lionel. And you know we could do an, an entire show as many concerts as, as we've. There was the only part of the night that I did not like. I, I loved everything of it. I I've it never fantastic. understood why you have to wait. It's all sitting there. Yeah, well, you've done your sound checks. The PA's are set. Is that an ego thing? That mad? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it is. Alex's. Awesome. Anecdotes. Next. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and hot this afternoon, just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 94. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and hot. A few isolated storms could pop up. The high at 95 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Back on the final second, fun Friday, Jay Barker show. Matt Colton sitting in, Lars and Jay are off. Tony's with us, and Alex Bauman is with us with his daily installment of Alex's awesome anecdotes. Uh, yesterday it was announced that uh, Josh Rosen and AJ McCarron were going to try out for the Browns. It turns out the Browns uh, ended up signing Josh Rosen after the workout. Well, told you. That's who I would have selected. No offense to A.J. McCarron. Who would you have selected? Josh Rosen can be a quarterback in the National Football League, but Colin Kaepernick is still at home. But did everything, anything ever happen when he did he do a tryout a few weeks ago? Yeah. Is and then just... he got bashed by who's the former Miami defensive lineman. It was Sapp that bashed him yeah. for his performance. Not even really sure if he was there. Saw video. <laughs> uh, Colin Kaepernick's not in the NFL because he's not good anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. I, and I remember when he was playing, when they went to, to back-to-back NFC Championship games, I remember hearing Colin Callahard say that he was the hardest quarterback in the league to prepare for. Yeah. That says a lot about a guy who Paul, obviously, yeah. Then mm-hmm. runs well. Yeah. Passes well. But that was, what, five years ago, six years ago? Maybe longer. Yeah. Because the years pass like months to me now. Alex, mm-hmm. number two. Uh, at, at ACC Media Days on Thursday, Miami head coach Mario Cristobal confirmed that the turnover chain has been retired. Good. Yeah, good for them. Good. Are they bringing something else back? Something else? No, nothing no, at all. They, 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 it's called the turnover doobie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Really? laughs> the turnover TDR. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> the turnover doobie. Oh. Uh. I'm glad it was, you know, 
that first started at Alabama, didn't it? Alabama had something that they did on turnovers. Yeah. Then the rest of college football embraced it. Saban said the heck. Everything starts at Alabama. We take credit for everything. Did I say we? Sorry. Hey, Tony, you've been here 33 years? Uh, Yeah, 34, yeah. You came in 89? 88. 88. Christmas Day. Was that your first air shift? Christmas Day, 1988 was my first air shift, yes. We broke ground at 5 o'clock. You remember how this was true in radio, TV, whatever. Single guys got to work on the holidays. Single girls. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't I was, have children. I was, well, yeah, and I was. I wanted to. I was told I was going to work on oh. Christmas Day. I was like, no problem. I remember my girlfriend work. saying, you're not working on Christmas Day. I'm like, yes, I am. She's like, then I'm not going to be with you. I was like, okie dokie. You're looking at a guy that worked weekends for half his life and, and never, ever complained about it. Do you have a third today, Alex? I do. Yes. San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo and his agents have been given permission to seek a trade. He underwent surgery on his throwing shoulder this offseason and expected to be cleared by mid-August. What's wrong with Jimmy Garoppolo? I want to know. <clears throat> his last name. Something, I think that sets him is back it, immediately. Is, 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 he, is, is he too good-looking? Is that the problem? I mean, the subway commercials do not help his cause because he's so attractive. He's, he's so chiseled out. I mean, I look at his numbers. I know what he did in the playoffs. I know that he's had some stumbling. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback, but he is. A, if Rosen's getting signed... Jimmy Garoppolo should be worth something to somebody. And the, and the way that he got pushed out at San Francisco or is being pushed out at San Francisco yeah. should tell you so, something's going on there. He's either sleeping with someone's wife, he's too good looking, because he's not that bad of a quarterback. Maybe he just doesn't fit the, the Bay City's culture. Uh, moving along. Maybe, do, that's, do, is may, there by chance? maybe that's why he is being pushed out. Ah. Interesting verbs we're using here. What do, you, do you have a fourth today? Can you go back in your book to earlier Did in the write week? you all we that during on? the show? He takes unbelievable notes. That notebook was empty when I yeah. got here, and it's that, like... It's from, from, like, a lot of shows. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. What, That's really? Uh, you. He's like a student in a college classroom or high school class. What are though, all those notes? Just story topics. Good God. Man, when the... That in- could last us for three years, when then. When the intern's doing more work... And the show host and the guest during a show, you you got a future in this business. Oh. Miss Tanya, right now. Do you have? We have about forty-five seconds. Here. Uh, I have one. American Pickers. Mike Wolf announced his former partner on the show. Frank Fritz has suffered a stroke. I will not watch American oh. Pickers without Frank Fritz. And I found out he had a stroke. And evidently, him, Mike Wolf, were butt heads. Yeah. They were so good together. I cannot watch the show with Danielle and his brother doing the show. It just sucks. I Frank Fritz needs to come sense. back. They need to put him in a wheelchair and put him out there and have him pick in some barns somewhere in West Virginia. Let's get him back on. I love him. You mean prop him up like they did Dick Clark? Yes. God, I thought that was sad. <laughs> have a great weekend, hey, Tony. Thanks about. for having me, man. I appreciate you. Alex, thanks for all you do. You got to look at this. Nope. You're listening to the J. Barker.